Escaping the Prison of the Mind by Ayon Farwar We live in a challenging time. Our mind is becoming increasingly burdened by our emotions and thoughts while trying to bring peace and clarity to our life. We need to help our mind and liberate it from what it is going through. And to do that, we need to awaken the consciousness of our body and of our soul. Hi, this is Ayan Farbahar. I'm glad you're here. This channel is about self-realization and honoring our life purpose and meaning. If you're interested in these topics, please subscribe to stay connected. Your support is the foundation of this channel and encourages me to create more content in the future. Today, we want to focus on the mind and what it is going through. We humans have an amazingly powerful mind, capable of learning, analysis, cognition, and discernment. But despite its power, our mind is very vulnerable and can be psychologically overburdened by our emotions and thoughts. Emotions and thoughts that preoccupy our mind and drain our life energy. That is why mental illnesses are on the rise worldwide. This is evident in an alarming trend in use of antidepressant, anti-anxiety, and anti-insomnia medications in U.S. According to IQIA data, in 2021 alone, there were over 300 million antidepressant prescriptions given in U.S. Also in 2001, according to NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Illness, nearly 23% of adults in U.S. experience mental illness, close to 60 million individuals. These statistics raise an important question. What is happening to our amazing mind? What in the world made our mind so vulnerable today? This presentation is dedicated to these questions, not from a scientific angle, but rather a philosophical and psycho-spiritual angle. More specifically, we cover the following topics. What is happening to our amazing mind? How do we experience consciousness? the relationship between our mind, our body, and our soul. Understanding the link between consciousness and our senses, our primary and inner senses, and how to liberate our mind by awakening the consciousness of our body and our soul. Let's go over these. Please note that the ideas presented here are psycho-spiritual in nature and are based on my personal experience and understanding. For academic views, consider further research on your own. What is happening to our amazing mind? Depression, anxiety, ADHD, insomnia, or similar debilitating psychological states are diseases of the mind. Ironically, our great ancestors or indigenous communities did not have to worry about these diseases. 
So something dramatic is happening to our mind today that did not exist in our ancient past. Let's contemplate of what that could be. In the time of our great ancestors, we lived closer to nature and the elements and felt connected to them. We lived in small communities and had a sense of value and purpose as a member of those communities. We valued our heritage, rituals, myths, and legends. We had a spiritual view of the world that was life-affirming. We lived in peace and harmony with Mother Nature as our bodies were nourished and healed by her resources and medicines. We had community elders to show us the way in difficult times and heal our soul when we felt lost in the world. We were supported by our communities and were soulful, playful, and creative. But today, we live in a technologically advanced world. Most of us no longer live close to nature and have no access to its numinous and life-nourishing presence. We live in fragmented societies and lost our sense of community. Our careers have become our life purpose. Most of us are detached from our ancestral heritage and rituals. The myths and legends we once lived by are now replaced by our materialistic and rational beliefs. Our direct access to Mother Nature's resources and medicines is mostly lost. We no longer have community elders and are left alone to find our way in difficult times. We are no longer as soulful, playful, or creative. Even our sense of peace feels like emotional numbness. As you see, in the ancient past, we humans lived a more holistic life. We did not have preoccupied minds, did not feel depressed, annoyed, or triggered by our environments because we lived in greater harmony with our body and soul. Spirituality was our second nature, keeping our psyche in full harmony with our surroundings. This harmony gave our mind inner peace and made our life more meaningful and complete. Unfortunately today, many of us have lost our connection to our body and our soul and are now left with a set of emotions and beliefs that are not life-affirming enough to bring peace and harmony to our psyche. The psychological and spiritual dimensions of our psyche are no longer connected, leaving our rational mind entangled and imprisoned in the maze of our random emotions and thoughts. Our mind is under tremendous pressure, trying to help us find peace and clarity to navigate life. And we need to find a way to help and liberate it. How do we experience consciousness, the relationship between our mind, our body, and our soul? 
we humans experience consciousness in different levels. Many associate consciousness to our mind or brain because our mind is the processing agent of information. But in reality, we humans experience consciousness in three dimensions through our mind, through our body, and through our soul or heart. Our mind, our body, and our soul are conscious organs designed to sense our environment and receive information. For example, our mind consciousness is psychological and intellectual in nature, while our body consciousness is somatic and sensual. And our soul consciousness is intuitive and spiritual. Our psyche needs all three in order to operate in perfect harmony. If one is disconnected, the others become burdened. For example, many psychological issues are caused by parts of our personality that are exiled and suppressed by our mind. In shamanic view, these psychological issues are caused by loss of connection to our soul and the psychologically suppressed or exiled parts of our personality are in fact lost fragments of our soul. So our mind suffers when our soul is not fully present. It is also well known that some psychological issues have somatic representations, which means the body also suffers when the soul is not fully present and the mind is burdened by negative emotions and thoughts. This is the most important point in this presentation, the point that our mind, our body, and our soul are conscious organs and interconnected. When we experience trauma, either to an illness or emotionally adverse event, our connection to our body and soul can be lost or weakened, thereby burdening our mind psychologically. Stating it differently, our mind becomes vulnerable to psychological issues when we lose our connection to our body or experience soul loss due to an illness, trauma, or emotional loss. Understanding the link between consciousness and our senses, our primary and inner senses. As mentioned, we experience consciousness through our mind, through our body, and our soul. In a way, our mind, our body, and our soul are all receptors and experience consciousness through our senses. The consciousness of our mind and our body is mostly tuned to our five primary senses. Our mind is more tuned to our sense of hearing and sight, while our body is more tuned to our sense of touch, smell, and taste. When we binge on social media or watch a movie, we are not fully connected to our body and its consciousness because our mind is captured by what it sees or hears. Similarly, when we awaken the consciousness of our body, for example, visit a spa or enjoy a good meal, our mind relaxes and finds some relief from its psychological burdens because the consciousness of our body is awakened through the sense of touch, 
smell, and taste. In addition to our five primary senses, we also have two other senses, which I refer to as our inner senses, namely imagination and intuition. These are the senses that awaken our soul consciousness. For example, visionary or creative imagination of an artist is channeled through artist's soul consciousness. Having an intuition, gut feeling, or heart calling about something is also a sign of an awakened soul consciousness. The key takeaway here is that our mind, our body, and our soul are all conscious, and activation of our senses awaken their consciousness. How to liberate our mind by awakening the consciousness of our body and our soul? I hope by now you realized how overbearing the world today has become to our mind and how hard it has become for our psyche to work in peace and harmony. Our mind is becoming increasingly preoccupied and burdened by our psychologically charged emotions and thoughts, some of which we don't fully understand. That is why many of us or the people we know are currently suffering from mental illnesses. But we can reverse that, and to do so, we need to restore and awaken the consciousness of our body and our soul. If you resonate with this idea, here are a few suggestions to consider. To awaken the consciousness of your body, you need to stimulate your sense of smell, touch, and taste. For example, you can awaken your sense of touch by being mindful when showering, maybe by closing your eyes to feel the gentle touch of water on your skin. You can also express gratitude to the water for its touch. When you are outdoor, allow your bare feet to touch the soil, maybe even bury them to be immersed by the moist soil of the earth. This awakens your body and helps you feel more grounded. Then feel a breeze outside, close your eyes and feel how the wind touches your skin. Thank the wind for its gentle touches. When you find yourself in the rain, Allow the rain to touch your face. Feel the landing of its droplets on your face. Greet the raindrops for falling on you and awakening your body. Consider spending more time under the sun and notice how its rays warm your skin. Thank the sun for shining on you. Similarly, you can awaken your senses of smell, for example, by smudging your living space every day or using aromatic candles. Close your eyes for a moment to become more conscious of the aroma you're sensing. And you can awaken your sense of taste by cooking your favorite meal and eating it slowly and in silence. Close your eyes from time to time and turn your focus attention 
to sense the complex flavors you notice in your bites. Identify each one and notice how they work together in perfect harmony to help you enjoy and nourish your body. To awaken your soul consciousness, you need to activate your inner senses. For example, by creating space for soulful activities like active or creative imagination. Shamanic journeying or artistic expressions are examples of soulful activities. To awaken your intuition, you need to connect and listen to your heart more often. For example, when in dilemma, ask yourself what your heart wants you to know about it. A couple of my previous presentations focused on awakening of the soul and opening the heart provide other useful suggestions. Links to these presentations are provided in the description below. In closing, remember that the emotional well-being of your mind is only possible when you restore your connection to your body and your soul and awaken their consciousness to bring some relief to your mind. And to do that, you need to stimulate all your senses. This allows your body to awaken and feel again and allows your soul to awaken, to imagine and create again. If you have found this presentation inspiring, please like and share it with your like-minded friends. Please subscribe to my channel and share your thoughts and comments. For more information about myself and my life mentorship practice, please find my bio link in the description below. Blessings.